Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Imitation of Christ from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with Book 4, Chapter 2. The second chapter, God's great goodness and love is shown to man in this sacrament. The Disciple Trusting in your goodness and great mercy, O Lord, I come as one sick to the healer, as one hungry and thirsty to the fountain of life, as one in need to the King of heaven, a servant to his Lord, a creature to his Creator, a soul in desolation to my gentle Comforter. But whence is this to me that you should come to me? Who am I that you should offer yourself to me? How dares the sinner to appear in your presence? And you, how do you condescend to come to the sinner? You know your servant, and you know that he has nothing good in him, that you should grant him this. I confess, therefore, my unworthiness. I acknowledge your goodness. I praise your mercy and give thanks for your immense love, for it is because of yourself that you do it, not for any merit of mine, so that your goodness may be better known to me, that greater love may be aroused and more perfect humility born in me. Since, then, this pleases you, and you have so willed it, your graciousness pleases me also. Oh, that my sinfulness may not stand in the way. O most sweet and merciful Jesus, what great reverence, thanks, and never-ending praise are due to you for our taking of your sacred body, whose dignity no man can express. But on what shall I think in this communion? this approach to my Lord, whom I can never reverence as I ought, and yet whom I desire devoutly to receive. What thought better, more helpful to me, than to humble myself entirely in your presence and exalt your infinite goodness above myself? I praise you, my God, and extol you forever. I despise myself and cast myself before you in the depths of my unworthiness. Behold, you are the holy of holies, and I the, the scum of sinners. Behold, you bow down to me, who am not worthy to look up to you. Behold, you come to me. You will, you will to be with me. You invite me to your banquet. You desire to give me heavenly food, the bread of angels, to eat, none other than yourself, the living bread, who are come down from heaven and give life to the world. Behold, whence love proceeds, what condescension shines forth, what great thanks and praise are due you for these gifts. Oh, how salutary! And profitable was your design in this institution. How sweet and pleasant the banquet when you gave yourself as food. How admirable is your work, O Lord. How great your power. How infallible your truth. 
For you spoke, and all things were made, and this which you commanded was done. It is a wonderful thing, worthy of faith, overpowering human understanding, that you, O Lord my God, true God and man, are contained whole and entire under the appearance of a little bread and wine, and without being consumed are eaten by him who receives you. You, the Lord of the universe, who have need of nothing, have willed to dwell in us by means of your sacrament. Keep my heart and body clean, so that with a joyous and spotless conscience I may be able often to celebrate your mysteries and to receive for my eternal salvation what you have ordained and instituted for your special honor and as an everlasting memorial. Rejoice, my soul, and give thanks to God for having left you so noble a gift and so special a consolation in this valley of tears. As often as you renew this mystery and receive the body of Christ, so often do you enact the work of redemption and become a sharer in all the merits of Christ. For the love of Christ never grows less, and the wealth of his mercy is never exhausted. Therefore, you should prepare yourself for it by constantly renewing your heart and pondering deeply the great mystery of salvation. As often as you celebrate or hear Mass, it should seem as great, as new, as sweet to you as if on that very day Christ became man in the womb of the Virgin, or, hanging on the cross, suffered and died for the salvation of man. In the Old Testament, only the high priest could enter the Holy of Holies, the dwelling place of God in the temple, and only once a year. The priests could enter other parts of the temple. Others could enter the courtyards of the temple. The way to maintain holiness at that time was by means of separation. But Jesus broke down the barriers in the new covenant. He became the high priest on the cross who offered the sacrifice of himself. He was the priest and the victim. And now we all have the right to enter into the Holy of Holies, a Catholic church where there is a tabernacle with the real presence of Jesus. And Catholics in good standing can receive Holy Communion every day. The danger for us now is to take this great gift for granted. We can lose a sense of reverence. The chap this chapter helps us to appreciate what a precious gift the Eucharist is. We are sinners, and yet Jesus invites us to come into his presence. Now, venial sin can be forgiven through the penitential rite at Mass, but we can't receive communion if we are in mortal sin until we get to confession. The voice of the disciple here helps to put things into perspective for us, who we are and who Jesus is. What great love Jesus has for us to stoop down to our level. 
the disciple lists the reasons why we should hold the Eucharist in such great reverence. And he calls us to constantly ponder the great mystery of our salvation through Jesus' death on the cross. And in this way, our faith can always be renewed. Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche, the Superior General of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new daily podcast entitled Venerable Casimir and Our Lady, which will be launching on October 21st, 2023. Venerable Casimir Vyshinsky was a Marian father who lived in the 1700s. We are praying for a miracle so that he can be beatified. He helped to revive our congregation when we were at a low point because of the actions of his brother. He rewrote a Latin handbook by a Jesuit on the ten gospel virtues of Our Lady. He called it Morning Star, so that lay people would be able to understand it, to imitate Mary's virtues, and to grow in holiness. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Venerable Casimir and Our Lady on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I'm also happy to share with you that you can order a copy of Morning Star on shopmercy.org. That's shopmercy.org. Simply search the phrase Morning Star on shopmercy.org and you can order a copy of the book today. Remember, every purchase supports the Marian priests and brothers at the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you.